What's up, Moof Milkers? This is Brett. And Layla. And we are putting a little intro on this episode, episode 74, because Jeff and I recorded this episode before finding out some late breaking news. Indeed. In this episode, Jeff and I, believe it or not, because we're prescient and we can see things before they happen, we were actually talking about how there we know there are other Star Wars TV shows in development for Disney's upcoming streaming service. We kind of wondered what they are. And at the end of the episode, we invite you listeners to share with us what you would like to see, either from a live action series or an animated series. But then after we recorded this, Disney broke news. Lucasfilm broke news just to mess with me and Jeff. And the news was that there is going to be a new live action series. In addition to The Mandalorian, there's going to be another one. Layla, do you want to tell us what it is? It's starring Cassian Andor from Rogue One. Yes. Starring Diego Luna himself. Yes. Reprising his role. Um, so uh, Jeff and I didn't know this when we recorded the episode. We also didn't know that Disney streaming service is going to be called... Disney Plus. Yeah. Ripping off PlayStation Plus, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, you're going to hear me and Jeff talk for a while. Yep. Uh, we got some awesome stuff to talk about in this episode, Layla. We're just here to start it off for them. Yeah, and then me and Layla after that, because uh, Jeff and I didn't get this news in time, Layla and I are going to break down the Cassian Andor live action show news. Yep. Right? You better stay tuned for that one. All right, so check out the episode with me and Jeff, and uh, after that... Stay tuned for me and my dad. <laughs> This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just two dudes talking about Star Wars on the Skywalk. What's up, Move Milkers? Welcome back to the Skywalk. Uh, people, this is a densely packed episode. We have so much to talk about, uh, including... I need more plates. Thoughts on Rogue One from Tony Gilroy. Who's that? You'll find out if you don't know. Where's my knife? Episode 9. What's up on set of Episode 9, Jeff? And our featured topic today, will Ryan Johnson direct an episode of The Mandalorian? Could you pass a butter knife? Complete with poll results, Jeff. Oh my goodness. We did another poll, and we got really interesting, really great feedback this time. Um, so we're going to talk about why some think it should be yes. A parasite on the backside of the universe. For Ryan Johnson to direct an episode of The Mandalorian, but why we also think it probably won't happen. Before we get into it, Jeff... Social medias. This is Uh where the good move milkers can find us on social media. Please find us. iTunes, as always, search for the Skywalk. Sky as in sky, walk as in the thing you cook in, spelled W-O-K. Sizzling. Leave us a review. That's how you help other people find out about our show. Uh, Spotify, same deal. Search for the Skywalk. Disgrace book, facebook.com slash the Skywalk. Follow us over there. Jeff, that's where we get the most action. I like what you did there, bro. Over on Facebook, (laughs) a.k.a. Disgrace book. Twitter, at the Skywalk. Hit us up there. And Jeffrey, can you tell the people about Podomatic? It's StarWarsOverCoffee.Podomatic.com. So, uh, Jeff, before we get into our topics for today, I have one correction to make from our last episode. <laughs> you made a mistake? Yeah, it turns out, Jeff, on further review, someone threw the red flag. <laughs> Mathematically. Yeah, yeah. 28% of 420. Uh, <laughs> so we had a poll last time. We got yeah. 420 votes. Mm-hmm. And I, I stated that 28% of 420 is close to 90. Fake news. <laughs> it's actually closer, a lot closer to 120. Uh, anyway, Jeff, we did another poll this time, which we're going to get to. We didn't have quite as many, but it was only up for two days, and we got about 350 responses. So that was pretty good. <laughs> okay. Jeff, topic number one. All right. It is starting to feel like winter, Jeffrey. 
It's getting cold up here in the Northeast. It is freezing. And you know what? It makes me feel like there should be a Star Wars movie coming out. But it seems like they've moved off of the winter release thing, right? Kind of, right? Well, I think it's only because it's not happening every single year. Yeah. So episode nine will come out in December of 2019. But Jeffrey, then what happens? It seems we've got a squatter. You know how like if you don't renew the rights to something, Mm -hmm. like if you don't renew the rights to copyright, then it expires and anybody can have at it? Mm -hmm. Well, Jeff. Open season. After the last December time slot that Lucasfilm is squatting on, episode nine in December of, of 2019, According to Dark Horizons by way of BBC.com, Avatar, Jeff, the Avatar sequels have snuggled up in the December release spot for the foreseeable future. So whatever the final titles end up being for these Avatar prequels, and there are many, there are at least four, Avatar 2 will hit cinemas December 18th, 2020. Avatar 3, December 17th, 2021. Avatar 4, December 20th, 2024. And Avatar 5, on December 19th, 2025. Jeff, this hurts. <laughs> these <laughs> these okay. should be Star Wars dates, man. Really? That just makes me sad. Like, See, we get to this time of year. Here's my thing. Yeah. I feel like it should move to May. You think so? Star Wars should move back to May? Yeah, man. May the Force be with you. Come I on. Guess. I don't know, man. I'm just loving this December thing. You know? I have such fond memories of, of uh, The Force Awakens. You know, everything leading up to that, going in the dead of winter with you, Rogue One the following year, like one of my greatest memories. But don't you feel like it was almost like the twilight of the old trilogy? Like, it feels like that's what this is. Whereas if they move it into May, Mm -hmm. it'll be the new spring. It'll be the new awakening, the new generation I guess so. for Star Wars. I guess. I don't, you know, Star Wars is so unique. They're trying dis- to make a break, man. And distinct from every other franchise in existence Yeah, that I was very, you know, I kind of correlated that with the idea of them now owning this Take the month. atypical big blockbuster movie release time of the dead of winter. And, and plus, there's so much else to look forward to every spring now. Like, there's always a gigantic Marvel movie hitting. Ooh. Air, so like, are, what are you really sometimes saying late April. is Marvel? Yeah. But, like, Marvel and everything that. else, right? Like, yeah. that's spring, summer. Like, you don't worry that you're going to eat well from a cinematic perspective <laughs> in, in the spring and the summertime, you know? But you do worry that you're having too much popcorn. Jeff, are you excited for Avatar 2 in 2020? I got to say, not really. Topic number two, Tony right. Gilroy, Jeff, mm. esteemed member of what I'm calling the Rewriters Guild of America and rewriter of Rogue One, was asked, and Jeff, get this, it comes to us by way of <laughs> NorthJersey.com. Uh, I don't know, it's like Chris Christie running this man. site? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he was asked, it's a bridge too far, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Go he, ahead. he was asked, quote, what went wrong with Rogue One? Mm. That's an interesting premise. Not everybody would agree that there's anything wrong with Rogue One. Yeah. I, I happen to kind of agree with the, the thing that he's about to get into. Here's well, what he here. said about what allegedly went wrong with Rogue One. It says, Gilroy hesitated to answer to avoid getting in trouble with the producers of the movie. Sounds like a little commentary there, Jeff, by NorthJersey.com. Uh, <laughs> but then responded that it was a matter of, quote, purity when telling the story. And then here's his actual quote, Jeff. He says, when things pass through many hands and there's a great deal of confusion and there's all kinds of accessories and jewelries and bootstraps and zippers and all the rest of the stuff, the purity for the characters 
If it's not there to begin with, it just deteriorates and turns into an absolute mush. Interesting. Jeff, does, that sound, does that sound like an accurate assessment of Rogue One to you? Rogue One, no. No? Um, Solo, maybe? Solo. Yeah. M- closer. Okay. Much closer. See, I happen to feel that this does this does sum up. Because I like Rogue One. I so, like Rogue One. Yeah. And, but see, to me, it has so many el- – it has all of the pieces, and I think this is what he's getting at. Okay. You know, it's got all the components that you want, but then by the end of it, they kind of all fizzle out in their own ways. Yeah, but here's the thing. Yeah. The, to me, that's almost kind of the point because – Literally, the Death Star obliterates everything. Yeah. So it's like yeah. it it cuts everything short. Like it's true. Y- you know what I mean? So even like even on uh, is it Jakku? No. Um, uh, what was oh, the name Scarif. of the planet? Scarif. No. Nope. Earlier. Er, the earlier planet that got messed up. Jetta. Jetta. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like <laughs> messed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It got messed totally messed up, right? Because because yeah. it it wasn't obliterated. It lost a couple limbs, Jeff. It lost a couple limbs, but yeah. still. It, the planet is right. still in existence. True, true, right? true. Yep. And thing, same thing for Scarif. Like it was, everything was cut short. It, yeah. It's like, oh, you know, we thought this conversation was going to go a little bit longer. Yep. Nope. Yep. You're about to die. I like you, it, you Jeff. Know. I like how you're applying a, a, a grander Huge. artistic vision, Jeff, to Here Rogue comes. One. That, wow. <laughs> Episode nine. I like this, Jeff. It's well, we'll getting see what harder and harder to avoid the fan theories. My I friend. know. I've been doing pretty good, though. Wow. Have like, you? Have it, you seen anything gotten, by accident? It has gotten ridiculous. Really? This is how bad it's gotten. Yeah. I, the only thing I've seen, spoilers here, but I happened to see a photo of Kylo Ren with a beard, and it did not look good. What? Yeah, man. Kylo? Wow. Yeah. It didn't? You don't think it looked good? It's it's because it's it's not a full-on beard. It's is like it short It's trim? just fuzz. Oh. Yeah. No. Nope, not pretty, but I could see a full-on beard. Full-on beard, yes. Fuzz, no. Wow. Okay. I'm at, wow. Uh-huh. Hmm. Exactly. This is like the first misstep yep. in Adam Driver's entire career. <laughs> 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 I'll take your word for it, Jeff. Hey, I, hey I, no, again. It's, say it ain't it's, so, it's, Jeffrey. It's, it's a fan theory. I don't, I don't know hey. if, what's what. Hey, Jeff, though, but maybe maybe this plays into – I think we've talked about this before. All right. That we, I think we've both agreed that we would love to see Kylo Ren in exile. You know, like yes. maybe some internal civil war within the First Order, mm-hmm. some conflict Something there. Happening. He's kind of kicked out. Yeah. Like there's a coup. By I mean, it sounds silly to think that Hux could ever pull anything off like a coup of okay, the First Order. Obviously, there's somebody else involved. Right, right. <laughs> somebody else steps in, yeah. clearly. But if they all gang up, you know, okay. and chase Kylo away. Maybe. I mean, so back to so okay. Yeah, my bad. All right, here's the good part of episode nine. What we okay. know so far, right. Oscar Isaac comments to IndieWire oh, yeah, yeah. on a key difference this time around uh, on the set of this movie. Here's what he said: "The way they've been shooting it right now is looser than it's been for the last two times." He said, clarifying that Abrams has been allowing more improvisation on the set. That's interesting, right there, Jeff. Uh, back to the quote: uh, "It does feel like a relief <laughs> to get on set and feel like, oh, we can try things." It's a testament to J.J. coming back and feeling confident. There's less pressure for it to be right. We just want to... (laughs) (laughs) We just want to make a good movie and have a really good time while doing it. Jeff, your thoughts. Are you you a little worried? Okay, this... I'm sorry. This quote's making me a little sad inside. (laughs) Like, seriously, dude. First of all, this is the final 
final chapter right. for the Skywalker saga. Ever. And you're telling me that you just want to feel good the, and make a good movie. The John Williams and memorial. to get it right. Yeah, I don't know, Jeff. Like in light of this. Oh, my god! In gosh. light of this, is it possible that Adam Driver just showed up with a beard and they're like, that's fine. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> it, it, that's, it's, you know, we're going to get, Jeff, we're going to get the art of book a year from now. And we're going to see that yeah. there was no concept art. With Kylo Ren having a beard. <laughs> Nothing, man. Just Adam Driver was in a bender and he showed up. Like, are you telling, is everyone smoking weed and are they just <laughs> slacking? Like, what is going on down there? I mean, the improvisation thing could be good. Yeah. Right. Be. Because sometimes, you know, what happens uh, with a lot of things, TV, movies, whatever, you have a script, you have the story, you think it's all great. Then you get on set and it's like, uh, this part isn't clicking, right? So that's kind of common. Leia, I love you, Han Solo. I know. Right. right? Improvisation. So if he hadn't said that, be like, wow, this scene is a little dry. Uh, you know, and then, and then Harrison Ford's like, hey, what if I say this? And he just did it, right? So that can be a very good thing. Two, two things on this, but good news, bad news here, okay? In a way... Um, you know, he's talking about J.J. Abrams feeling more confident. In some ways, I was thinking about it, since J.J. didn't direct mm. episode eight, as we know, mm. this is kind of a sequel as opposed to a, a third chapter of this story. I mean, he stepped into this world that hadn't been stepped into for a long time. How and long it was, has it been? It was the first time for him. Yeah. So J.J.'s coming in for his first time. Coming in hot. Just kind of feeling his way around. And, you know, I think we agree he did a pretty darn good job with The Force Awakens. It's not perfect. I like it. But he did a great job. Yep. Given the situation. Got me back on board. Given the rush that they were in to get that movie out. Yeah. yeah. So So there was a way more pressure there. I I do agree with that. Right. There was way more pressure on Force Awakens than there is on this movie. Not the good kind of pressure. Right. I mean, like. And you're you, when you're in the Bad Super Bowl, pressure. you want some pressure, right? Yeah. Like you want to, but you want to have fun. You want to play loose, like you're playing in your backyard. And I think if that's the but case you want for pressure JJ, to be your best, you want to be your best, right? But now, Jeff, here's here's the flip side of that, right? right. What was the last sequel that J.J. Abrams made? Actual true sequel. Wait, he makes sequels. Star Trek Into Darkness. Ooh, right. Well, okay. You know what? That movie has good points. Yes. And I'm not a Trekkie. Yes. But I still, I still liked it. Right. Here's the thing I think about that movie. I think, and, and here's the scary part. But here's the problem. He remixes too much. Right. The scary part is kind of, I think, the way that you and many other people feel about Ryan Johnson's job on The Last Jedi, which is like, it is a high quality piece of entertainment. Like, it's put together. There's no doubt he put a lot of thought mm-hmm. and skill and his talent and creativity all went into that. And I love it, And but a lot of people don't. And that's the thing. It's like people, people, I think, look at it and say, the people who don't like it, if it wasn't a Star Wars movie and if it wasn't oh, no, Luke trust Skywalker. Me. I think people would love the movie right. if it wasn't Star Wars. Right. If it wasn't the, or even like if it wasn't everybody. those main characters. Right. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. Um, and I think that's the way people feel about Star Trek Into Darkness. Because I look at that. If you went into that movie and you didn't know anything, you'd think, wow, that was a good time. It's really intense. There's some mm-hmm. fantastic dialogue. There's great action scenes and everything. What bothers people Good actors. is that he got like he played it too cute with the existing Wrath of Khan. Yeah, that's the problem. Which was like this grave sin, you know? Yeah. Like you just can't do that. So Well, it it's like uh, you pl- you're playing a video game, yeah. And you get there's ten levels. You get to level nine on your own. You figured everything out. You found all all the se- secret you know passageways and everything. But then all of a sudden for level ten you switch into god mode, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. dude, come on. Wow, yeah. 
Yeah. Good analogy, Jeff. Yeah, it's yeah. like you know, it's yeah. it's like if you, why are you going to throw away all your hard work right. for levels one to nine? Yeah, because you just want to take the shortcut at the very end. Because you couldn't. Because he can't come up with endings. Jeff. That's a thing. <laughs> like, that's he, how hard not, it is for him, right? Because he doesn't know how to end things. <laughs> yeah, which, which which is a good thing for relationships or a bad thing. <laughs> I don't know, but. <laughs> <laughs> but well, not for movies, man. Well, yeah, because the idea is to not end them, right? Unfortunately. Well, yeah, but if it's a bad one. Unfortunately, this movie end. has to end, right? <laughs> the saga has to end. It's got to end. Ah, oh, man. I don't know if he so can do it. Why do you why do you entrust the biggest ending of all time to the guy who can't end anything? <laughs> <laughs> so, here's my question. Yeah. Is there any story, right? So that goes across genres. Mhm. Is there any story that J.J. Abrams has ended in a good way? I'm trying to think. Any I, story? I mean, like... Uh, because, see, that that tells me he's not a good storyteller. Right. Everybody was unhappy with Lost. I never made it to the end of that. I didn't make it past, like, season two. But, okay. like, universally, people seem to hate how Lost ended. So, okay. fail on that. Okay. Uh, people hated the ending of Star Trek Into Darkness. Big fail on that. Right? Wow. Okay. Um, I don't know. I can't. I can't think of anything he ended. What well. else has he done? Um, even movies that he only produced don't end well, Jeff. I mean, think of. Uh, did you see Ten Cloverfield Lane? No. Fantastic movie. Until the last ten minutes. <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's so uh, you know. I now it's funny you say that because I really liked Cloverfield. Uh, no, I can't. I haven't seen it in so long. I can't remember. Yeah. Super Eight's another one. Bad ending. Yeah. Bad ending. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Wow. And, you, and what else worries me, Jeff, is like, I just wish he had Lawrence Kasdan on board on this movie, too. Now that that mm. pressure is gone yeah. and you can take your time, get the whole thing right. So well, anyway. Here's my thing. Yeah. I don't even care if they decide to push off Star Wars another year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get it right, man. Right. Just get been, it right. I'd have been totally happy with that. Well, they can't now, Jeff, because Avatar 2 is coming out. Uh-oh. <laughs> Jeff, we're on to our featured topic. Okay. Will Ryan Johnson direct an episode you of may, The Mandalorian? You may. Okay, first of all, you gave him a nickname. Yeah. And on top of that, oh, Rai you Rai? made a poll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to save paper, Jeff. I'll okay. just call him Rai Rai for short. <laughs> all right. Will Ryan Johnson direct Good. an episode of The Mandalorian? I posted this on our Facebook. I also mm. posted it in the awesome, positive, super happy Star Wars Appreciation Facebook group called The Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics. We got a great response on there. Hey, now. So, uh, thank the, you. Uh, thank you, our friends over at uh, The Alliance. Um, total poll results. We got 349 votes. That was just in two days, Jeff. Oh, uh, no. What did we run it for? Four days. Wow. Uh, 39% said yes. Ryan Johnson will direct an episode of The Mandalorian. Uh, 61% said no. That's a lot closer than our last poll, especially because, Jeffrey, some of the people who said no, it wasn't that they didn't want, they explained in their comments that it's not that they didn't want him to direct an episode of The Mandalorian. It's just that they don't think it's going to happen for reasons that we will discuss. Totally get it. So let's get to the yes people, Jeff. Right. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share some of the comments from this poll uh, from our listeners. Um, Okay. The whole reason, the premise for even asking this question yes is, is that knows. Ryan Johnson has a, has a great track record with television, with directing television episodes. Oh, really? He hasn't done it a lot, but when he has, apparently, it's been lit. Uh, 
So here's what, uh, and, and, and these commenters, Jeff, uh, they're onto this. So uh, one commenter named Dan said he directed episodes of Breaking Bad and they were awesome. Jeff, this is true. He directed three episodes. Uh, and did that series, didn't that series win an award? That series is considered by many people to be the best television series of all time. Like all time. Really? Uh, yes. Okay. Absolutely. But another Dan said, <laughs> we got two Dans in our Facebook comments, uh, also said, considering his work on Breaking Bad, I hope so. Uh, and then Sampath. Sampath said, and I love this dude, Jeff. I love where this dude's coming from. All right. If it's on the level of Ozymandias, I think that's how you say that word. Who is that? Ozymandias. This was an episode of Breaking Bad, Jeff. Oh, okay. If it's on the level of Ozymandias, why the heck not? Jeff, Ozymandias, the website, theringer.com, you know The Ringer? Yes. Uh, A few months ago, Jeff, they put up a list, top 100 television episodes of this century. Now, the century is only 18 years old, but still, that's a lot of TV, right? Number 10 on that list was this episode that was directed by Ryan Johnson. Okay, what's it about? The 10th best episode of television this century was directed by Ryan Johnson. Just want to let that sink in. But what's the episode about, though? I don't know, Jeff. I've <laughs> what does it mean? Don't ask me that, Jeff. That's okay. why it's not on the agenda. All right. No, I have no idea. Okay. Uh, it's about. I thought you meant this in a way of like Jeopardy. It's about Hal from Malcolm in the Middle. Okay. Who starts selling crystal meth. Yep. And I don't know. No, no, that's the show, right? Yeah. Yeah, but what's this episode? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Ryan Johnson's got some TV clout. Let's get to the no's, Jeff. The people right. who said no, um, Ryan Johnson will not direct an episode of The Mandalorian. Again, mm. not everyone was saying it because they don't want to. Although Jonathan said, hell no. So <laughs> he's clearly not on board. Some people uh, didn't think so for other reasons. Uh, for example, Ryan Johnson's other big projects. Right. So we know right now, Jeff, you may not know this. Yeah, I don't know what Knives Out means. Ryan Johnson is directing a movie called Knives Out. Completely unrelated. This is his own thing. This just, is his own. Just like some random. Yeah, I think it's a murder mystery thriller okay. or something kind of movie. It's right. got an incredibly stacked cast, Jeff. Oh, that's what it is. Maybe he took our advice and let JJ do the casting. Right? Hey, hey. But anyway, it's got an amazing cast of people, and he's directing that now. And then when he's done with that, Jeff, you know what's, what's up next is his Star Wars trilogy. We still don't know when it's taking place, where in the Star Wars universe it takes place, but it's off the seemingly off the beaten path. But my question, Brett. Yeah. Is that guaranteed? Is that something that could be walked back? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say yes. And I don't and I'm not someone that wants to see that happen. Yeah. But, but I I'm think just saying I, it's possible. Yeah, I think so. So it's I don't want to just, you know, write stuff in stone. Which yeah. goes back to a previous point that I had yeah. about what if JJ gets a boot. Not a, that's that's an idea as well. <laughs> what if JJ gets a boot? But the other not, idea not is happen. what if JJ's just going to act like you know what? Episode eight didn't happen. Jeff, here's something I wasn't going to bring up. Okay? okay, all right, here we go. But like, here we go. Well, like, here's the thing. Uh, I know there are people who think there are people who think Ryan Johnson's primary goal was to spit in JJ Abrams' face. <laughs> completely undo <laughs> everything he had done and like that's why Luke th- throws a Skywalker off a cl- uh, Luke throws a Skywalker <laughs> off a cliff that'd be funny he can force push himself <laughs> that's why Luke throws a lightsaber off the cliff right yeah, yeah. as if like that was some commentary on J.J. Abrams and it's that's absolutely not true at all whether you like it or not 
That is not what he was doing. J.J. Abrams was very involved from the beginning. They mm-hmm. worked together yeah. to the point where Ryan Johnson said, for example, hey, J.J., can you have Ray bring R2 to the island instead of BB-8? Oh, sure, Ryan, no problem. J.J. read the script. He's, in, he's a producer on the movie. J.J.'s a producer on The Last Jedi. Hey, okay? man, I know. So it's, it wasn't for that. Yeah. You might think that he undid whatever J.J. did before that, but it's not his intention. I really don't believe that. He was, you know, he said it himself. He was trying to set out to make the best movie, the most interesting, entertaining, engaging movie. Jeff, here's the thing, too. <laughs> I think I got breath started. You know, we're, we're just talking about this with somebody in the office today, right? Who's a, no way. Who's a writer, okay? Okay, all right. Imagine that you have to come up with a story, Jeff. All right. So I give you two or three months all right. to write a story that you will then work on for two years. So it better be good, and it better be very important and interesting to you. Right? Sure. Because think of all the stuff, think of all the nonsense you have if to go through making it. a movie. Right. You're writing it. So, like, you don't want to spend every day for the next two years working on something that's not compelling to you. Right? But does the director write? I thought there's a person in who this case, a script. No, in this case, yes. Um, now, Ryan Johnson, I can't remember if he had a co-director. But, I mean, he was collaborating. He was, you know, we've seen um, the footage where he's, like, sitting with Carrie Fisher at her house working on scenes with her. Mm-hmm. So there, it was a collaborative process, but Ryan Johnson was the primary writer of The Last Jedi. And I truly, honestly believe he was just trying to write something that was keeping his interest for two years. Right. And he cares deeply about Star Wars. So, Jeff, what do, you, what do you think? Where do you stand on this? Ryan Johnson directing an episode of The Mandalorian. So, so here, here's my take, Brett. Yeah. The thing about it is if I saw this poll, I would totally ignore it because <laughs> the thing is I, Thanks, actually, I actually don't care. Like <laughs> the thing is I'm more interested in the property than I am in the person who's directing it. Like when did we switch – into caring about who's behind the camera. Yeah. Like, yeah. I just want to see the end product right. and make sure that it all goes together. And I like the comment that somebody else made, which is, you know, you just want the whole thing to be cohesive. Oh, well, guess yes. what? Yeah. You know, the thing is, I view a television show as one huge mosaic. Right. Right. And when you take the step back, it all fills in a big picture. Yeah. Classic example, Battlestar Galactica. Now, the thing is, are there some (laughs) episodes of Battlestar Galactica that aren't that great? Yeah. Maybe. Right. But here's the thing. I don't care because I love the whole series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want The Mandalorian to be like that where it's like, okay, fine. If there's one episode and it happens to be directed by Ryan Johnson and I happen to not like it, so what? It's in the left right hand corner of a big mosaic and I can still see the big picture. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Jeff, this is a very interesting point. But right. Like, uh, And let's talk about that comment that you mentioned. OK. So uh, Jonathan, let's on dig Facebook. Deep. Jonathan on Facebook said, personally, I could go either way. I love him as a director, but I want the Mandalorian to feel cohesive. Like you mentioned, Jeff, I'd rather have only a few directors than have like a, quote, guest director every week. So I understand that, but the only thing is we already know you're not Here's really getting that. Yeah, you're not going to get um, – I think they've already announced – I think it's five different directors. One of them is Taika Waititi. You know for a fact he's not going to direct anything that is remotely similar 
to the other directors on that list. Nope. Right? And then one of them is Dave Filoni, who's never even directed live action. And we believe in him, Jeffrey. We've talked about that. Yes, I do. We know he can do it. He deserves his own franchise. There's no way it's not going to be totally different than what other people bring to the table. So I'm totally with you, Jonathan. I appreciate your opinion. Thank you for weighing in. Jeff, predictions. What are they good for? Jeff, we make a lot of predictions on this show. Yes, we do. And as, I like as it. do many people. But Jeff, what good is a prediction if you don't go back and revisit the, and, and find I'm out okay with that. the results of your prediction? Yeah, for us, Jeff, we're probably I'm better off not looking back at what our <laughs> predictions were because we're usually wrong. I stand by them. But Jeff, I want to share a prediction with you All right, here we go. and the good Moof Milkers listening out there. All right, let's hear Speaking it. Speaking of The Ringer mm-hmm. website we referenced, referenced earlier, here's a prediction from a podcast called The Watch. The Watch is a fantastic podcast, mostly centered on television, okay. uh, television criticism. Or you could say appreciation. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was episode seven of their podcast. Uh, maybe I want to say a week. Oh no, I think the night before the Force Awakens had its premiere oh, really? in Hollywood. Okay, all right. All Here's right. the so prediction they, they made about J.J. Abrams and the Force Awakens. He makes really good trailers, and he, he makes really good. He yeah. creates really good feelings around movies, and I remember some of his movies more fondly than they actually. Uh, than I actually you, enjoyed you're them. All back. Uh, I think that there will be something in Star Wars. Force Awakens, where you're like, what the fuck are we talking about here? And it's going to be some bad jag of a plot line. And then there's going to be a lot of scenes that really burn your eyebrows off and are great. Jeff? <laughs> that's about it. Do you feel like that was a pretty accurate prediction <laughs> of The pretty, Force Awakens? That's pretty close. <laughs> pretty close, buddy. They say a lot more about it in that episode. I okay. rec- recommend people to go back. Those guys don't usually talk Star Wars, but when they do, I find it's pretty, it's pretty, good. It's pretty on point. All right, all right. Yeah, and they're not just like, you know, the critics who don't really care. Based on what I heard, I vouch for that. They care, yeah. And the general tone was exactly that, Jeff. They said the most important thing here is that they just did it the right way. Yeah. So... Uh, and they and they basically said it'll be fun, but occasionally head scratching, and it might not make a whole lot of sense. Which I think but it's still Star Wars. I think pr- pretty much sums it up well. Jeff, All here right. is Your the late breaking. I don't want to say news; it's Let's more of a it. reminder. There was actually uh, something on IGN today, mm-hmm. just saying here is the list of all of the upcoming Star Wars stuff that we know about. And one of the things they mentioned in there, this is quoting IGN. Bob okay. Iger said. Multiple Star Wars shows are in development for the 2019 launch of Disney's streaming service. Jeff, I think that's true. You know, we know about the Clone Wars revival. Yep. Clone Wars Clearwater revival. Uh, <laughs> we have Resistance now, yep. which will continue on there. No that's doubt. what I was going to mention is right. Resistance. And, and we have the, the Mandalorian, Mandalorian, but it seems like he's talking about Something even else. more. So, people, for our next episode, which, Jeff, by the way, will be episode 75 what can you believe that wow. i don't want to i don't want to make a big deal about it jeff no this is like when you tell your wife you know what, let's get to 100 this is like when you tell your wife like honey you know let's not go crazy this year yeah, yeah. for our anniversary <laughs> you know just get away for a couple days let's in new just, hampshire let's just stay low-key yeah. you know let's just go to maine or something jeff you know f- episode 50 was a lot of work yeah. and by our strange math it was only like four episodes ago <laughs> That's the truth. yeah so if you listen to the show you know what we're talking about oh yeah but for your for our next episode people listening please and I'll put this out there on Facebook and Twitter and whatever else. Give us your pitch. Especially Podomatic. Give us your pitch for another Star Wars series to premiere on Disflix or whatever they end up calling it. Whether it's uh, an idea for live action, whether it's an idea for animated. And Jeff, I got one. I, I got one in my pocket, too, that I've been saving for a while. Nice. That we'll share on the next show. Hey. 
as always, it was a pleasure because this is Jeff. This is Brad. And we're just two dudes talking about Star Wars on the Skywalk. Bye. All right, Layla. So here we are. News just broke. We're back again. News just broke that there is another live action show in development in addition to The Mandalorian, in addition to the uh, also the animated series that they have in um, development. Stars. Like The Clone Wars, Clearwater Revival. Oh, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, there, there's another show in development starring Diego Luna reprising his role as Cassian Andor. Yep. The, the I, I don't know, is he a beloved character from Rogue One? How do you feel about this? Well... I feel like the whole point of Rogue One was, like, we got to kind of, like, know their mission, and we didn't really get to know a lot about the characters. It was kind of, like, all revolving on what happens when you find, when they're, like, finding the plans to the Death Star. Yeah. And I feel like we've mostly felt a bit, I felt a bit centered, like, I felt a bit like it was on Jin more than it was on the other characters. Yeah. But I feel kind of like excited just because one of the lines that Cassian Andor does say is like, I've been in this war since I was like six years old. And that makes me think like, wait, is this show going to like show like how he started like fighting maybe? Yeah. Like what got him into the war? Yeah. Like I'm very excited okay, to see what happens. Prediction. I mean, it's, it's, it's Disney, right? So is there any doubt that his parents get killed? Yes. Like there always has to be a tragedy in Disney. <laughs> always, honestly. Which brings me to my first point, Layla, which is I think this move to have a Cassian Andor series is about as imaginative as hiring JJ Abrams to direct episode 9, which is to say I don't think it's very imaginative at all. My first reaction is that this is kind of boring. <laughs> Do you agree or disagree? agree just because Cassian doesn't really do a lot in the movie he's just like kind of like they're helping Jin and stuff yeah I think he's so I I think they're doing this because I think he's a better actor than he is a character yeah like he's his acting skills are very good for playing that type of character I don't know it's just something like you know like when you have a name and then like like when you're older like your face and the way you look just fits with your name that's kind of like the (laughs) thing for like no that's serious I'm serious like but I feel like that's it what it is with Cassian like the actor fits the role very good Mm -hmm. but the person themselves may not be that like good of like a character yeah 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 like he is who he is but yeah he's very good like what (laughs) if like it's what if the show's written like very badly yeah like some people just like cassian andor because they think he's like a cool character but like is he really is there any chance that this show is just a novella (laughs) (laughs) i think he's been in novellas before (laughs) in the past um no i love diego luna and we don't get to know a lot about him, but there may be some secrets that they uncover. Yeah. Which would actually be pretty cool, because then, like, what if we can tie some of the lines he says in Rogue One to yeah. things that happen in the show? Yeah. And then we could kind of, like, piece together, like, a little puzzle. Yeah. Just, like, does he fall in love with anyone? Like, honestly, <laughs> like, is Cassie and If he does, he doesn't stay in love, because... Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, one of the cool things about Rogue One is that he, at the beginning... He'll pretty much do anything. To like stop. To stop the Empire, right? But by the end of the movie, Jin has kind of convinced him that it's not okay 
to resort to any means necessary. It's not okay to stoop to the level of the empire, uh, even if you think your cause is the right one. So in this show, maybe we're going to see the inverse of that, right? Where maybe he starts off kind of more like Jin, and we're going to see the bad things that happen to him that make him kind of a cold, hardened member of like, the Rebel Alliance. Like, was his past kind of like Jin, where, like, like the first... Not the First Order, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of, like, the new movies. Yeah. But, like, where, like, the bad guys... Like, Empire. The Empire comes and takes his family, or, like, kills his mom, or, like, traps his dad or something. Because yeah. it's basically what happened to Jin. Or maybe it's the other way around, where, like, his family, like, was in the First Order. I honestly don't know. I have a lot of conspiracy theories. <laughs> or is it conspiracy theories? No, I don't no, no. know. No, you were right the first conspiracy time. Conspiracy theories. Yeah. I think that is what... Hopefully, that's what we'll dig into. Now, the other question is, like... Rogue One came out two years ago now, which means it was filming like at least three years ago, which means right now, and I'm sure they haven't started filming yet, right now Diego Luna is three years older than he was in Rogue One. He's going to look so different. Yeah, I don't think he'll look too different, but you can't go too far back in the past, right? So here's my guess. You want to know my prediction? You want to know what I think is going to happen with this show? What? I think it's going to be a limited run series, which means maybe they'll just say this is going to be like a one season thing, somewhere between six and ten episodes, right? With high quality, low quantity, and it'll just be like this set time. Maybe it just goes back a year or two years before the events of Rogue One or, and leads up to it. Or a cool thing would be like it's like a little mini movie kind of where they'll do like four or five episodes, but they'll all be like two yeah, hours, like yeah. an hour long. Like Sherlock. So you get like a whole like full packed thing in. That way like there's only like a new episode like every month or something. That way you're like hanging on suspense. Yeah. Yeah, this is another thing we don't know, right? We don't know if uh, if these Disney Plus series are going to drop all at once like Netflix does or are they going to release them like uh, traditional television where they're released one a week or one a month yeah. okay here's another question what? do you think any okay so Jin can't can't really be in the show it wouldn't really yeah, make sense it wouldn't make sense because for her he didn't meet her it. till later right? what would be cool if they put like easter eggs in like like if he went on a planet that Jin might have went on I mean any Disney um sorry any Star Wars show is going to have Easter eggs, right? It's going to have some tie-in. I mean, they went a little overboard. A lot of people felt in Rogue One when they had, uh, what's his name, Dr. Evazan, whoever. They threw a lot of those characters in just as fan service. But some of those references could be pretty cool. What if what if Jabba's in there? Oh, do you know this one thing? I got to tell you something. What? Do you know who Diego Luna's favorite character is? I just kind of gave it away. Jabba the Hutt. He is obsessed with Jabba the Hutt. So, if I'm Diego Luna, I'm like, I'm not signing this contract unless you promise I have scenes with Jabba the Hutt. And it would actually make sense, right? Because he's, like, around the same age as Luke and Leia when that happens. Um, yeah, would he be? Maybe a little bit younger no, when that he's happens. A little, well, he's, I think in the events of Rogue One... Um, Luke and Leia are younger than him. That's at the same time that we meet Luke and Leia in the original okay, movie, right? Okay, you're right. But he looks maybe like he's a little older than them. Right? Yeah, like maybe. Yeah, so maybe he's like a teenager when the show takes place or like in his 20s If they maybe. go back, yeah. Or maybe he's around, yeah, maybe in his 20s. And, and you know, he seems like the type of guy who's going around. Again, he'll do whatever he has to, whether it's good or bad, if it's shady or whatever. He doesn't seem to care as long as he reaches his objective. No, no, like a ruthless teenager. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, so it wouldn't it wouldn't be surprising for him to have interactions with the criminal underworld, people like Jabba the Hutt. Kind of like the Solo movie where they yeah. have to like they're they're working for that like that slug lady. Lady Proxima. Lady Proxima. I hated her personally. Like she was so disgusting <laughs> looking. You know that like she's one of the only things I liked about the movie. <laughs> it's the only thing I hated. Anyways, you have anything else to say about this show? I guess it's exciting to know. Um, like I said, in the episode that you just heard with me and Jeff, we are asking, and we're still asking for you listeners to pitch us your ideas for another uh, uh, Star Wars show for Disney+. Plus. It could be any character, any time period, anywhere in the huge Star Wars universe that you would like to see something happen. Again, if it was me... Uh, Cassian Andor would have been way down on the list. I know. Of I'd characters rather see like Jin or Chewbacca. See. Oh no! What? No! What? Three things I would want to see. What? So I'd want to see a show about like Luke and Leia when they're little. Okay. Like one, like it's a whole show, but each episode goes back and forth. Like one is totally about Leia, one is totally about Luke, yep. or like each time there's a commercial break, they go back and forth. You hear that, Disney? You want this demographic? Yeah, listen you want up. this. You better listen, because customers <laughs> they're gonna pay to see this. So <clears throat> whatever. Yeah. You want the slime generation? Go ahead. Keep going. So basically, like, um, the episodes are So the be, adventures of young Luke and Leia. Yes, and but they don't know each other. They don't know anything about each other. Right, right. It just goes back and forth. Another one I'd like to see would be Chewbacca. I don't know why. Or, like, a Wookiee Planet movie or something. Wow. Just something, like, centered around, like, the Chewbacca. <laughs> okay, but you won't be able to understand anything they say. Are you going to read the subtitles the entire time? Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. As long as you're willing to do that, you could have a Chewbacca series or a Wookiee series. All right. What's your third one? You said you had three. Okay. My third one. You really want me to say it? Do you it? really have one or are you stalling till you think no, of something? No, I have. Okay. <laughs> um, like one, like, I know this is kind of weird, but like. Weird if, is good? If Darth Vader hadn't gone bad at all, like if he was still Anakin. Yeah. Like a show like, like basically centered around some of the bad people. Like what would have happened if they never like went bad or like a whole like, show of, like, um, what's her name? Face Padme? Yeah. Like, a whole show centered around, like, Padme and Anakin. What would have happened if he hadn't gone around with the Sith? What life would be like with Luke and Leia? And, like, if Luke and Leia had, like, been with their dad when they were little, how would they have been brought up? Like, what would have happened to Padme? Like, how old would she have lived to? What would have happened to Anakin? Would he have died when he did? Like... You know what's really cool about this? You don't even know... That you're, you're saying this and you don't even know that there's a whole sort of comic book genre of what ifs. Alternate universe where it's like, what if, you know, what if Uncle Ben didn't die? Who would Peter Parker be? Stuff like that. And that's kind of what you're talking about, right? Like, so this is like, this is cool because you could do anything, right? Like you're, you're talking about an alternate timeline where the events of Star Wars and New Hope and or even before that, Revenge of the Sith don't happen and he stays good, right? Yep. Cool. I like your pitches. Um, this is a good preview for yep. episode 75. We, have we know to. we're going to hear from people and we're going to hear what other people's pitches are. Guess what? I what? have one too. What? And I'm not going to say it now. I'm going to say it after we stop recording. I'm going to save it for episode 75 because I have okay. one I've been thinking about that I think would be pretty cool. And people, you know what? Try not to get caught up too much on like what's realistic and like what Disney will actually do because the one I have, there's no way I'll ever do it. Don't have high expectations that you're going to say something like on a podcast or like post it on YouTube (laughs) or like send like a letter and think they're going to make like a show. 
What based are you trying off, to say? Like what you, you, said. you don't think Kathleen Kennedy listens to our podcast and takes all of our <laughs> ideas and turns them into <laughs> and turns them into sub franchises within the Star Wars universe? But this is what happened to me. It's expectations versus reality. Yeah, you do I watched, tell me. <laughs> I watched Avengers: Infinity War. I hated it. Spoilers! I, spoilers! I, spoilers! I hated it when they killed Gamora. Spoilers! I, just kidding. Go ahead. Keep going. It's not a spoiler. It sure is. Well, I hated it when they killed Gamora, and I wrote a letter to Marvel saying, like, you can't kill Gamora, <laughs> but by I wrote a letter, quotation marks, yeah. um, I never actually mailed it. I never actually wrote, <laughs> like, like I never even wrote anything. I just had in yeah. mind that I wanted to write a letter. No, 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 Never no, no, happened. No. Wait. Cut. Not true. I have the letter. Yeah, but I, I never mailed it. it, and you told me to make another one because cool I had messy I, writing. Is it okay for me to post it and share with our listeners? Sure. On social media? Okay. Yeah, because you <laughs> did write it. I have it I have it next to, next to my bed, next to all the books that I read, mostly like The Art of the Force Awakens, um, The Visual Guide to The Force Awakens, and The Last Jedi. You guys, he was going to buy a book with the art from the original movies, and then he's cleaning out his office and he's like oh what's this i think i'm just gonna start reading this oh look it has the original art another correction yes it was the art of the phantom menace i've almost bought it on amazon several times (laughs) over the last year but then you know what i did a little cleaning and realized i bought it almost 20 years ago when the movie came out (laughs) who will co-star on the show do you think k2so isn't isn't that his pal the cheeky droid who slaps him in the face and then apologizes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, um. Do you think he'll be in the show? But what if? And do you think Mon Mothma will be a main character on this show? Who's that? She's the lady with like short oh, red hair. Oh, and the white. All right. I think we should wrap this up. Thank you so much for joining me to talk about this. Thanks, Dado. I'm glad you your excitement got me a little bit excited for what I think is otherwise an uninspired choice of characters to focus on. <laughs> so. He'll see you, and Jeff will see you in episode... 75. 75. 75. BTW should have, like, a big, Diego big, Luna. like... Yaba. Episode for number 100. He calls him Yaba, by the way. All right, this is yep. Brett. This is Layla. Peace, Peace. out. Okay, now. <gasps> Ollie, are you okay? Oh, Ollie! Are you okay, pal? Oh, he was trying to get your food, huh? You okay, buddy? He's okay, buddy. He's okay. He was trying to get your cheese. Oh, he fell off a cliff. Just like Elsa from The Last Crusade. Getting greedy.